Basketball is my life. I have nothing else. This is incredible. This is the best yeah. game before I've ever had. Shooters. That's, that's what we do. Shooters, a basketball podcast. Let's go. All right, we're back after a while. It's been a little while since we've gotten back together, and I was I was actually excited because I thought this was episode 10, double digits, but it's episode 9, but still a pretty good thing. We'll get to 10 next week, but Jack, how's it going? Well, it's going great. Episode 9, that's my number, so I'm happy to be here, and uh, very happy to be talking to you again. It's too, been too long. It has been a while. Apologies to the you know loyal listeners out there. We, we took a while, but... Oh, well, life, life comes first, life gets in the way, but yep. yeah, we're here now, so that's all that matters, right? That is, Darren was facing some sickness, I've had some sickness in the last couple of days, so we wanted to make sure we get healthy, so you weren't listening to the coughs and sneezes uh, <laughs> mid-episode. Nobody wants to hear that, let's be honest, um, but we even missed each other in Melbourne, once again, I, I always laugh to myself, because every time you're here, I'm just like, you know what, this is going to be the one, this is going to be the one we actually, you know, catch up, but 100%, it's, I know. it's tricky. Eventually, we'll be not just for, like uh, FaceTime friends. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But in the meantime, FaceTime's fine. Exactly. Well, let's start us off uh, with some Jackies action. So we got the good win uh, in Melbourne. What a game. Those games are crazy to be a part of. We led for a total of about like a minute or maybe like 40 seconds uh, in the game. Since the first bucket of the game, we did not lead till the last minute. And so whew, you're always happy to take those ones home. Absolutely, and it was a it was a pleasure to watch as well. Like what not to mention being a part of it all. But I, I didn't get, up, get didn't get down to that one unfortunately. But yeah, it was it's just you guys just get it. Like you got the jack jumpers. Just every time you do it, it doesn't it shouldn't surprise us anymore. But it's still that same thing of you guys never count yourselves out basically. I know. I saw. Uh, I follow Brett Maher, Adelaide Thirty Six, a legend, and I think he put up a Facebook thing saying, "Oh, like I'm never gonna." Uh, doubt the jack jumpers again. I was like, it took you this long, brother. Come on now. <laughs> Literally, though, like it's such. Sometimes just have that vibe, and you guys have already built that thing over. Like it's only been two seasons, and you already have that under mm. your belt. Well, I was uh, blessed to probably make some ESPN with my incredible dunk. <laughs> nah, and, uh, Tucker's Tucker flying by on an official poster. I'm glad you weren't there because you would have captured it and had to put it on your social media. So. Nope. My great, my grateful this week might have to be Darren was sick, so he didn't capture me getting dunked on in the Melbourne game. I was gonna, I was, I was trying to work out a clever way to bring it up, but you had a good view of it. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I think uh, my hand hit his armpit, so you know I was up and about, and uh, you know it doesn't. I don't get no shame about being dunked on, but uh, it was definitely when he took off because I was sliding over on help. You know, I was ready to, like, wall up, do my thing. When he took off, I was like, wow, that's from far out. Like, I was not expecting that. And then he just kept on floating up. So credit is given where credit is due. Absolutely. I don't think there's that many people in this league that can... It was it was sort of just unexpected. Like, I know he's got that reputation, but I just thought, oh, yeah, driving in cruising in here and he, he jammed it but you did get one yourself let's not let's not forget about that i did i did get a dunker in my nbl career there's few and far between so i gotta make the most of it when i get it and uh i'll take i'll take a little dunk should have been an and one that's a whole different conversation is, is that why you stared at the camera a bit for just yeah, for a few yeah. seconds afterwards just had to let them know i was a little angry mm. well, that's fair I, I i kind of thought it was a bit of a personal message you know a few episodes ago i was just like I don't know what I was in relation to, but I was just like, you know who's uh, hops that doesn't remind me of? And I had to, I, I pointed you out there. Yeah. Little, little little get back. There you go. There you go. Well, 
indigenous jerseys were just released and they look incredible, obviously, but you were there on the release in Canberra. Tell us about it. I'm just, uh, I met the big man, Anthony Albanese, our, our prime minister. I got to admit, I'm not a very, you know, I'm not into my politics. I don't really, actually, I have to admit, I even um, Googled exactly what Anthony Albanese looked like, you know, just to make sure <laughs> I knew, knew who he was when he walked in the room, even though it was going to be pretty obvious because everyone would have sworn to him and stuff. But yeah, I was there when we um, we launched the Indigenous Round um, at the Parliament House, so... Yeah, a few, a few big dogs there, including myself, just floating around in the background, just, you know, just capturing the day, capturing the time, but yeah, it's pretty cool what this job leads to. Yeah, definitely. So it was a one-day trip flying to Canberra. Uh, how was it released? How did it all go down? It was cool, yeah, just a quick one-day one day trip, but um, yeah, essentially it was just a like a few press conferences, Anthony Albanese spoke, Jeremy Loluga, a few others um, from the Parliament House, and yeah. Just said a few words, launched a launched the round, gave Anthony Albanese his own custom indi- um, indigenous jersey. There you which, go. You know, big, uh, <laughs> big, big. It was a nice little touch. Nice. Um, so yeah, it was cool to be a part of. Uh, do you have a favourite jersey? I was I was staring at them quite intently um, as we were waiting for things to get kicked off, but I don't know if I have a favourite one. Everyone kept complimenting the Adelaide one. Yeah. So I did like that. Um, have all teams released theirs yet? I yeah, I think it's uh, all yeah. official. I think NBL posted it today with uh, yeah. all of them. Uh, so you're going with Adelaide? I think that did stand out, but uh, yeah. I'll have to have a closer look at your guys, to be honest. Yeah, I can't they... picture it at the top of my head. Yeah. Well, there you go. You know I always back the Jackies, but uh, everyone else, obviously, I, I love the Illawarra Hawks. I think it's like clean. Just the Hawk is, looks incredible and like... What the artist has done with the Illawarra's, I really, really like. They've continuously released really cool jerseys over the last couple of years in, in all their different jersey releases. And another one to start off the, the year this year with a, with a fire release. And it's good that, um, I think they do this every year like this, but how they get a different artist for every team. Yeah, think, definitely. Yeah, yep. Like, they just go through a different process of, of trying to get different artists. But yeah, it's cool to see what they all come back with. And um, it's, it's like a fan favorite sort of uh, round each year, I reckon. Yeah, 100%. It's, uh, it's really cool. Obviously, it's bigger than just the jerseys. You know what the Indigenous round stands for? The awareness. You know, we've got one of the greatest basketball players to ever do it uh, for Australia in Paddy Mills, you know. Mm that is pioneering that space and uh you know it's really cool that nbl jumps on that and and, we, and we're promoting the game for everyone to play and that's really what the jer- the round's about not just the jerseys obviously even though the jerseys are a cool bonus but uh no nah, it's it's all it's always a fun round to be part of it is it is and all the um the pre-game like uh routines and stuff with um yeah so it'll be good to see what they come up with during the games this weekend and beyond, but yeah, what what else has stuck out NBL wise? What, well, what's took so, your fancy? No, nah, it's so a sad news because I don't think people look at it from this perspective enough. Uh, it was the Brisbane head coach JD, obviously mm-hmm. getting the sack, but you know, like I've always wanted to make a skit where we get a bunch of athletes and we just show up at a workplace with signs and like chants like just wanting someone to get fired for making a mistake. Because I think it'd be hilarious. Imagine us working into like an office and eight of us are just chanting, fire them, they suck, they mm-hmm. suck. You know, because it's one of those weird, don't get me wrong, it comes with the pressure of sport and it's a part of people supporting it. But if you put it in any other field of work, it would be a really weird thing. You'd be like, oh, we don't want their dad to have a job. Like they, yeah. they you, you know, and especially in such a competitive field. So... 
one day I'll make that skit and we'll go into the office and people might go, wow, that was really weird uh, and have a laugh out of it. Obviously, we all jokes, but uh, it is part of the business that is why a lot of guys live on the edge a little bit, players and coaches included, because you never know when you'll be uh, having a, a forced vacation if you're not performing as the owners see you should be. Yeah, and that, that skit's like, 100% true though like I, I've actually had the same thought like you just pick any field that that's not sport like say graphic design just imagine like having a bad day on the job and like then you go on Twitter or you go on social media and it's just like this dude's crap at, like he can't make any designs his designs look awful give him the boot like it's such a weird concept to put in any other field but sport like just yeah. the human element behind it 100% do you have any any feelings any thoughts on the on the JD situation tough first game to play at New Zealand obviously after yes yes look there yeah it's always it's always like interesting if the team will look any different or whatever happens but I mean it caught me off guard like I can't remember the last time um, an NBL head coach was let go like mid-season it's a very mm. called a very NBA thing to do and I guess even footy like AFL but uh yeah it doesn't happen often in this league so it's quite interesting when it went down yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, the conversation at this point in the season starts to get going. The MVP conversation, it starts to get rolling. Uh, there's a few names at the top. Who, right now, if you had to vote for, would you be putting at the top? If you had, if they did the media vote, Darren's vote, three three points, who gets it? I wonder when my, when my name will be on that list to get the, like, to yeah. submit an official vote. But, uh, yeah, no, we might have to make that happen now. In time, maybe if I do, yeah, the more podcast episodes we do, the more they classify as media, right? Yeah, so, 100%. One day. Uh, it's a very good question, and I do like the chatter around it, though, especially, like, someone like Keanu Pinder, who, I don't know about you, but his rise has just kind of seemed, like, really, like, all of a sudden, almost. Like, yep. I think someone on Twitter the other day pulled out his numbers from, like, his first season, and do you know what year he's in at the moment? I don't know. No, it'll be his third year in the NBL. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure someone put out his numbers for his first two years and then this year and it's just like, God damn, all right. He's uh, he's made significant improvements and then the Mitch Creek hype started building yep. um, as well. But yeah, I think they're, the, they're do you reckon they're the top two names that have people are kind of giving buzz at the moment? I think so. I think we're forgetting one third one uh, who, who uh, cooks. Yeah, yeah. So, so the, you know, especially I think like being uh, second like on the in the league right now for me winning plays a huge part in how I would vote for it like it's most it's the most valuable player being on the best team or the most valuable guy on a good team for me makes a big difference personally um so i i right now would vote for cooks early in the season yeah uh, of course the, the, the things he brings you know is uh pretty elite uh, so that'd be my vote can you give us a vote you said two we want one <laughs> You know I'm pretty good at sitting on the fence. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. One vote. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go uh, Pinder at this point. I don't oh, know why. I just, I, I just think his rise and then yeah, Kansas' record speaks for itself. But I do have a question for you. Yeah. So out of the top three, I was gonna do a quick search. Then are New Zealand on the top of the ladder now? They might be. Yes, they are. Still are. No, yeah. New Zealand are. So top of the ladder team. Who from their team do you reckon is their MVP? If you had to pick one, because they're one of those teams that's kind of like. On different on any given night, there's probably someone different. But who do yep. you reckon you'd give it to? It's a great question. It's a great yeah. question. I like uh, it when I like it when I come up with some yeah. sort of question that puts no, you on the spot. It's good. It's good. Uh, right now, I would have to go. Pardon. 
Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I he's like playing. That. I think that the the two bigs for them playing early. They're both playing thirty four minutes a game, bringing it every single day on both ends. Uh, personally, too, when we've versed him, he's been like the stabilizer. They've thrown it in, gotten fouled, getting to the rim. Obviously, he plays both ends, block shots, and so he brings a lot to the team. If he went down, it'd, it'd be very hard for them to re- replace him. You know, yeah. like they wouldn't be able to bring anyone off the bench that does what he does. They wouldn't be able to. So for him, I would go him right yeah. now. So, I like that. Yeah. I was um I was thinking about the answer to like if I had to choose, but I think you can't go past him purely because of consistency. Like yep. he, I know like uh I always call Jarrell Brantley Jamal Brantley because of his brother now. Um, but Jarrell Brantley, he's been pretty consistent as well, and even Barry Brown, like off the bench. But it's actually hard to. It's an interesting discussion. Yeah, for sure. It's it it, it is an interesting discussion. I was just listening to the Hustle today, um, interviewing Franks from Adelaide Thirty Sixes. It was cool the hearing hu- them. The Huddle. The Huddle. The Huddle. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Um, a, I like the show there. Yeah, yeah, and them talking about like the four spot being the best position in basketball in the NBL yes. right now. Yes. And my name didn't get a shout out, but that's all right. That's okay. That's just how it goes. But uh, it is definitely no joke of a position right now. Every night you're going out there and battling against someone that can give you a twenty piece if you're not yeah. if you're not careful. Yeah, actually, I was listening to that today as well, just like editing it up. Um, and that yeah, that point as well. It's like I, I like when those points get raised because it does make you kind of think about it. Okay, yeah, that that is true. So it's definitely a strong um, yeah. position in this league at the moment. I was going to say. Um, Speaking of the top teams, Cairns and Sydney, did you like what Keanu Pinder, he just tweeted a little a little cheeky tweet before the Sydney game. Did you see that one? Yeah, I did see that one. Yeah. I was watching an NBL game when they pulled it up and uh, brought it out on the TV. But uh, if you're going to talk it, you might want to walk it. And he's done just that with a big win to break you know Sydney's uh, incredible road streak, yeah. which is unbelievable. Uh, what was it, 18? I think it was... I could have been going to 18. Going so maybe to 18, 17. 17. Like, that's... In this league, that deserves a round of applause. It's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and Keanu went out there. They were switching. He was throwing it in, doing his thing, having some fun. And and uh, maybe his statement was correct. Yeah, yeah. So, for those who missed it, it was... Um, I think it was just, like, a news outlet. Just a... Um, was basically just promoing the game. It was just, like... How the Sydney Kings is gonna stop Keanu Pinder, and he just did a basic quote tweet and just said they can't. And then yeah. he came out, and I'm pretty sure he had like 30 and 13 or something. Yep. So, look, maybe he was correct. 100. percent And with that, we're about to jump over to something I've been looking forward to for yeah. for the last month. We're gonna hit down with a quick little interview. Nothing too crazy, just a job related. Get to know a little bit more, so the listeners know exactly what Darren does, and I know exactly what Darren does. And, and how he came to do it. So I'm going to start you off quick. Give us your job description and what your day looks like when you wake up and you rock up to work and before you leave. How does this play out? So, yeah. Um, welcome to the Darren interview that people were, you know, yeah. obviously looking forward to. But So the official title is Senior Editor and Content Lead as part of, like, the NBL Media. Um, but it's a sort of a semi-new role for me. Like, I began doing more of the social media stuff, more of the graphic design and... I guess, social media video edits, you can call it. But now it's kind of moved into longer form edits, so podcasting. So good thing we're I'm on the other side of it with this uh, little side hustle here. Um, but yeah, podcasting shows, um, just like sort of longer form edits and um, helping more behind the scenes and kind of taking more of a lead about what content goes out. And yeah, I reckon that's a pretty good summary at the moment. 
That is what good. I do. That is. Yeah. So, so did you know growing up that this is kind of what you wanted to do? You were, at what point did you say, I love media, I love photography, videography, graphic design? Uh, at what point in your life did that kind of click? Yeah, so I think um, it was basically always graphic design. Like, it was pretty yeah. much, that's what I studied in, that's what I kind of envisioned myself doing. And um, the videography and photography was almost like a mistake. Like, I remember the, yeah. the first time um, my manager guy, he um, he kind of made me, or he asked me and another guy, Luke, to, um, to basically help on the cameras at one stage. I think it was, you know, those next-gen camps that we used to do? Yeah. Yep. so it was yeah it was those with all the young guys trying to make a name for themselves and yeah we, he just basically handed us a camera and was like yeah give this a go and then i remember on the day i was kind of just like i was kind of anxious with it because like, yeah. i've never really used a camera before and i was like like at that point i was like oh yeah i mean it's pretty cool but then yeah fast forward to today and it's probably the most enjoyable aspect of my job so it's funny how those things come and like you don't really realize what's going to come of it so glad yeah. it happened now, epic. So, so you your passion in high school, and then you went. Did you go to university? Yeah, yeah. So that okay. was just graphic design. So it was just straight graphic design. So in high school, you loved graphic design. You studied uni graphic design. How long were you working with the MBL in graphic design before you were asked to pick up the camera? Yeah. So the well, the job was sort of a mix of video and graphic design. But the video side of things for me was literally just like picking it up on the fly, like when I was younger, like me and my brother. I think I mentioned this before, but we basically just like made a YouTube channel with those yep. NBA mixes, and yeah, that was just like a side thing. It was yeah, so you were editing, you were editing videos. Yeah, just editing NBA yeah, highlights cool. together and having fun with those stuff. Yeah, sick. So was it always the graphic design? Was it always in correlation with sport? Like you played sport growing up. How much were they intertwined in a, in a in a passion for you? It's a good question. I think I think early days I wasn't actually that. Like, I always liked my sport, but I actually wasn't... I don't think it was that, like, full-on. And it was always footy for me. Like, I think it was my brother that forced me to play basketball when I was yeah. just like, eh, I don't know much about it. I don't know what that's going to be like. But, yeah, glad he did because pretty obsessed with it now. It's yeah, it obviously a big part of my life. But, yeah, it probably always... Um, well, once I got more into design, it was probably, yeah, sport was always overlapping. Yeah, for sure. So it sounds like a couple... Like, a couple crazy little small events of fate your brother pressuring you to play basketball your boss saying can you film this for us has kind of led you to the situation you're in right now yeah literally like it's i don't know that those things are always cliche like oh these things were meant to happen for a reason but sometimes it's the truth and sometimes you look back on it you're like that never happened so yeah that's good yeah, no, that's cool. That is cool because obviously you had a vision of being a graphics designer and it's led you to this road where who knows and now here you are making podcasts uh, for basketball and, you know, making filming, doing all the graphics design as well. It's, it's a cool story right there. I think, yeah, it's not, it's not bad, but actually now that you mentioned that, guess what the one aspect of my job is I, no, I basically no longer do any more of. It's, don't tell me it's graphic design. Yes, it's graphic design. So wow, so you almost do none of it. Pretty much, yeah. We, we hired a new designer a few months ago and he's come come in and pretty much just taken off that all my like off my hands. So it's mainly the video stuff and more behind the scenes stuff, which I'm yeah really enjoying. So it's, it's, it's funny how those things happen. Good nice. graphic design for now. For sure. So you finished uni. Uh, was your goal sports to get into sports or did the NBL, did you stumble into that too? 
Um, oh, funny enough, it was probably my brother that did, did, did all the hard work to get me, like, to get the NBL gig because to begin with, like, graphic design was kind of just, like, it was my job, but it was more like, so, for example, one of them was, like, an online retailer for electronics and that was, like, my main role, like, the customer service and then graphic design was just, like, hey, yeah, you can help with graphic design on the side. So, yep. it was kind of just, like, working your way up to it and then the NBL stuff happened by my brother once again reaching out and then... Um, we just did like little edits on the side part time for the NBL just like basically what we did for NBA but just changed it to NBL yeah. couple, couple a week and then yeah full time position came up it involved graphic design and guess what I studied graphic design and my brother did not so I got the job wow there you yeah. go pretty much <laughs> no, that's, uh, yeah and, and here you are so how long have you been working with the NBL for? so this is my fifth season so nice you know, nice with it. who yeah. would you say and this is a little we can use it as a gratitude moment. Who would you say has been a, one of your best or most important or just a great mentor in your workspace, whether it's in the media or the graphics design or a teacher in high school, someone that really helped you kind of reach the situation you are in right now working with the NBL? Yeah, I think you you can't go past my manager. Like He's been Guy Neville. Shout out. if You yep. watch. You should be listening if you fully support me. Just put yeah. me out there. Um, but no, he, you can't go past him Like from day one. He's kind of just been like, I don't view him as like a manager or anything. It's more like yep. just a mate that you work with. Um, one of those blokes and yeah, super easy to work for and work with. And he's, yeah. he, well, he's the one that put a camera in my hand and he's uh, yeah, been super helpful along the way. So nice. definitely that man. What's some of the advice or something that sticks out or a moment that, you, that has helped you in this journey or in your job? Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, jeez, all right. Uh, <laughs> do you mean from from guys specifically or just, uh, just Yes, anything? maybe something something uh, from him that if you can't think of anything right now, that's all right, we'll move on, but... No, no, I think it's, there's been like many little things, like just yeah, many things along the way and even like the support factor, I think you definitely need someone that kind of like, yeah, gives you confidence in whatever you're doing and yeah, make sure um, you feel like worthy of the job sort of thing, so yeah, yeah those nice. things always help. Nice. Well, that perfectly leads, leads us to the next question. You're making my job easy. I, I feel like I'm in a job interview or something. No, this is good. Did no, I, you're doing did great. I, did, I, did I get it? If you did, yeah, you've gotten it. You've gotten it. Whatever it is, you've gotten it. Um, what's some challenges that come in with the media, with the MPL? Have you faced any any moments of self-doubt when you chucked a camera in your hand and said, go, go film or something where you're like, wow, this is pretty stressful or mm. whatever it may be. Was it at uni when you're work in the electronic job and you're like, this isn't what I pictured it. Something in your media career that has been a challenge that you've clearly overcome or maybe you're still yeah. facing. I think, um, I guess this is the first one I'll probably just be like, like me and my brother were just like, once we got to the stage, like for people that don't know, like, we're identical twins and we're essentially the same person and once we got to the stage where we're like, cool, I love sport, let's somehow get into it. Like it's kind of a challenge to actually get into something significant or like be heard with some with what you think you can offer kind of thing. But um, and I'd say once I kind of got to the NBL, I reckon the whole like, what's the word for it? Like when you, you have to act like you fit in, like you kind yeah, of, yeah, of course you, you have to pretend, you, you got to pretend yeah. sometimes. Yeah. You literally have to pretend like you're like, wait a minute, I'm here for a reason. Like I'm meant to be here. And an example of that is kind of like when I started shooting games and just like, like walking around the court, court side and being down the court, like being up, up close to you guys doing your thing. Um, you kind of feel like, wait a minute, like, why am I in these people's way? Like, were they trying to warm up or something? You're just on the baseline, like, sitting there with a the camera and stuff. But I think once you overcome that, you're just like, no, oh, I'm meant to be here. It's part of my job. Um, yeah, I think that. Epic. 
Epic. Um, you said there. Yeah, yeah, I got a sometimes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can fire. <laughs> fire. Yeah. Um, Jack, where do you want to? Nah. Um, do you ever notice, or do the photographers' baseline, or anyone like that, ever like irritate you? Do you ever think they're too close to the court, or anything like that? Nah, never. No? Um, never. that's not. That's definitely something that's never crossed my mind. Um, like I'm sure you'd be purely focused on the game. Yeah, no, nah, it's especially in the NBL. It's all everything's safe. You know, there's like a distance between everything. So, nah, it's never. That's never even crossed my mind to be honest with you. So it's good. There you go. There I you don't go. have to feel so insecure about it. I'm yeah, like, there you go. I think most athletes, to be honest, are. You know, we're, we've talked about it. it's like we're doing what we love. We're doing our craft. Uh, most athletes want love nothing more than getting that moment captured. Mm, you know yeah. like so we every time we see a photographer on the baseline or something we get happy we're like sweet i hope that i hope they tag me in a cool photo <laughs> yeah oh that's that's good to hear i think yeah um, th- there's been times where i think um i can't remember who it was but i'm pretty sure i almost like gave someone a rolled ankle just by them stepping on me so it's moments like that you're like oh shit well actually should, he's back yeah you see Lamelo ball rolled his ankle on a fan mm. courtside so it does happen whether you're just drink, having a couple of drinks or some snacks courtside or if you're taking photos so it's part of the game that's true. that's true it's all part of it you said on that last time um it's tough when you want to get into a sport because you feel you have something to offer what is that what do you, what 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 do you have to offer Oh, okay. Yeah, well, what, what do you bring to the table? <laughs> so that's a good question. I, I don't know. I think I'm, like, especially, like, early days getting into it, I think I was, like, quite versatile on things I could do. Like, I'm not sure how many sort of sporting teams would have sort of... Well, like, like most sporting clubs and stuff would have, like, dedicated graphic designers, video editors, yep. and all that. And I, I think what I could do that I could bring a b- bit of everything to the table, I was pretty, like, proud of kind of thing. Um, yeah, being versatile always helps, and... I think just loving the game as well. Yeah, just, yeah no, I know, like it. You know, uh, I'm, I'm a fan at the end of the day, so it's just like, yep. yeah, if you're if you're a true fan, I'm sure you can bring some sort of worth to the league, right? Yeah, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. I got all these questions lined up, but you keep just saying beautiful yes. things that I want to keep. Uh, where what? So obviously you didn't love basketball to start with, but then at what point were you like, wow, I love this game, I'm a fan? When did that kind of click for you? I mean, uh, that's a good question. I think, like, the first stage was just, like, me and my brother were, like, just played in a team. Yeah. But I wouldn't say, like, I loved it then. It was just, like, I'm obviously not very good. I haven't played before. But, yeah. I, I don't know. I think it was just the stage of, like, I couldn't tell you when this is, but just mm. the stage of probably probably getting into the NBA. Yeah. That was probably, like, hey, this is really cool. Like, there's a whole different sort of world out there. But, yeah. long story short, I don't have an answer for you. No, that's all right. That's, that's something to ponder on. <laughs> Uh, we've got a, just one or two more to finish off. Uh, mm. Current projects that you're working on that you're allowed to share. Mm. So, um, so definitely some podcasts have just released, um, especially one in particular with Annalie Maley. I don't know yep. if you've seen that flow. Yeah, saw the NBL Maybe. just post it. Yeah, yeah. So we're um, planning to release the first episode tomorrow with an unknown guest. Nah, it, it, it's a very good chat. Let's just put it out there. So, um, yeah, so she sort of dives into player backstories and what they've been through is some struggles or just how they got to where they are essentially. So maybe you can come on at some stage. Maybe, huh? of course. I'd love to do it. So yeah, that, that one, especially um, like kind of really passionate about that one, just because I think anytime like an Australian outlet dives into um, player stories and people's stories. Um, yeah. I, I just want to do that really well, as well as 
A few others, but I think that, yeah, just the fact that that's quite new, that stands at the top at the moment. Epic, epic. Mm. Uh, do you have any, obviously you have the Shooters Pod, do you have any outside work or any other passion projects? Do you still do, you still do the YouTube stuff? What other things, is it mostly just YouTube and Shooters or, or not even in the media space, any other passion projects that you have in your life? I feel like as, a, as I've grown up, I've always had phases. Like I look back and there was a time that I was just like, hey, writing's really cool. Like, I'm going to try to write articles and I've had times where I'm just like, hey, I'm going to start drawing and, like, I've still got my iPad that I sketch on occasionally. Um, there's been other, like, funny phases to look back on because sometimes with me, they just don't stick and then yep. other times I'm just like, hey, no, that was cool. Let's try again. But, you know, just at the moment, definitely shooters. Like, I, yeah, honestly just enjoying doing this with you and then I'm always keen to, like, help other athletes on the side just, like, whether it's photography and videography and building their brands and all that stuff as well. Yeah, epic, epic. And then one last question: Do you have a, do you have a dream job slash dream project, or like, or are you living it, or something that you would like one day that you're working towards, or what's like a vision from ten years from now? Where would you like to be sitting or or doing? Mm, those things are actually like exciting to think about because it's more so I don't really have an answer at the moment, but. Um... Yeah, to sound not corny, like when I first got this job, that was, I'd, I'd gladly say it was easily like a dream role and like still is, like I'm still very grateful to be doing what I'm doing. So a bit, a bit, it's fun to, be, it's fun to evolve, like fun to evolve with the photography and videography stuff and just, and it's exciting thinking about what's next as well. Like some like things change as you go and yeah, when you think about that, you're like, what could I do next? So it's kind of exciting. Yeah, so no, you didn't give me a single answer. No, I didn't. Oh, what? <laughs> so, hey, that was a, that was a, it was a beautiful answer. <laughs> yeah. It was a beautiful answer. I was going to say, there was no specific answer, but it was pretty inspiring. Yeah, right? no, it was. Yeah. It was. It was. So we, we, if we're going to leave it there, it's a perfect way to leave it with Darren sitting on the fence for the last I'll, answer. I'll, I'll give you one. Some, okay. Sometimes I'm just like, like again, I said I, was, I, I go into phases, but sometimes I'm just like, what about like really focusing on like sort of like scouting in Australia, like getting that those young players before they, yeah. know, before we know about them? But then again, that's such a such like a big thing thing in the states. So I'm not sure how yeah. really work down yeah, there. No. But that's one thing I'm like, hey, I don't know, yeah. that'd be pretty cool. But how that would work? Who the hell knows? I like it. No, I'll, that's a cool idea. Way to throw that out there. I have got one more question then, Go uh, and we'll end on this one. The interview. Uh, who would be your dream guest on the Shooters podcast? Wow, that sounds like a like, like a really good last question we should ask anyone we have. Yeah. No way. Yeah, like some other podcasts do it like that. Um, dream guest. If you could have anyone. Jeez. Literally anyone. Yeah, anyone. Oh. Anyone. So you could be Michael Jordan. Bloody hell, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, all those top dogs would be pretty cool, but... um. I, that's that's too difficult and I'm, I'm shocking at answering it at the best of times but do you have any idea who would you answer do you have a name in mind if you're thinking if I threw that to you oh mine's controversial I don't, I gonna, I don't mind it I, okay. could, I could go for controversy if I could get anyone on the podcast it wouldn't it would just probably have to be Kanye I'd have to sit down and just listen to him and ask oh. him some questions so, <laughs> so mine's full controversial but it'd be crazy that'd be just a crazy life experience I don't know, uh, yeah, I was just like, I was thinking to myself, does Jack have like a, like his favourite idol in basketball? And you're just like, no, nah, I'm going to Kanye. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that, that would be probably mine. My... Hey, at least you had an answer. I'm not going to argue your answer just because you had one. 
Well, Jeez, you, got, you got me already. That yeah, that, that's perfect. Well, we'll leave that there. The Darren interview, guys, he did great. Yes. Give him a round of applause. Thank you very much. And Thank now we, you. yeah, now we, now we know Darren a little bit better, and we know his job. Oh no, I have one more question. I missed out the most important question. I just hit everyone with the craziest <laughs> pump fake ever. What would be? And you have to answer this one. We're not getting out of it. What would be your one piece of advice to a young? A person, whether in high school, university, that's chasing this sort of role, photographer, media, what would be your advice? I think just plainly, just put your, just put your stuff out there. Like, just literally post your stuff. Like, I know social media is such a big part of all this stuff now, but I think it, it sounds funny, but just like, if the right person sees your work, then you're going to, like, you're going to get somewhere, I reckon. Like, if your work is obviously quality, you can't just put... I don't know. If, you, if you're bad at your job or what you do, yep. look, just keep working at it. But I think it all, uh, yeah, it's all about who sees your work. And I've tried to, I think some people have asked me that question before, just like other photographers that have complimented my work and they're just like, yeah, what would you recommend? But I think I always say that one, just put your stuff out there. And like, yeah. even I've started like side little brands just because I've, I'm just like, hey, I think I know myself here. I think I can help. And um, I did an NBL one before I got this gig. Like I look back on it now, and it was pretty terrible. But at the yep. same time, it's just like if people see it, they're like, "Hey, this person's alright at what they do." Yeah, cool. No, I like it. That's awesome yeah. advice. Put it out there. Yeah. Build that resume. Uh, don't be afraid. Just yeah, literally, don't be afraid. Show your stuff. Yep. Because if you if you upload something once a week, once a day, that content's gonna get better. Yeah, literally, and it kind of holds you accountable as well. For sure, hundred percent. Well. That is that, uh, and now you have a this or that to hit me. But uh, how, how was that? Was that enjoyable? How do you think you you went? You went great. You went great. You you went great as well. Asking the questions, uh, oh, you did pretty well there. Uh, thank you so much for you know share giving me all those questions. And you know what? I hope the hopefully people listening got something out of it. You know, yeah. uh, you, like people probably tune into this podcast because you know there's a professional athlete at the other end of the mic, and you're a very interesting character. But at the same time. Yeah, I'm sure I, uh, 100%. people can find something. Hey, it takes two to tango, and I bet you there's a lot of people out there that want a job with working with the NBL uh, on their media team. You never know. You never, you never know. know. But yes, I do have some this or that's. They're very quick. Um, what am I, let me get them. Let me get them for you. You held me accountable. You were just like, you have to give me 10. So I got 10. There we go. Locked in. Are you going to answer them as well? Of course. Okay, I'll, give you, I'll give you one. Yeah, perfect. So, First one, pretty simple. Books or movies? I have a feeling I know which one Books. you say. Yeah, but you'd say that. I'm going to say movies. I don't yep. know why gr- growing up I could never get into books. I like uh, it. Uh, ice cream or chocolate? Chocolate. Right, right now, what do you feel like? Chocolate, chocolate. No, I'm going ice cream. Yeah. Easy. Actually, I not do. easy, but hey, ice cream. Yeah. Um, AirPods or like over-the-ear headphones? AirPods. Which you're, which you're currently wearing right yeah, now. Yeah, AirPods for sure. Okay. okay. About, I'll, what, I'll go the same. Yeah. I'll go. Do you remember a side story? Well, side chat. Do you remember when AirPods first came out and people thought they were like for only like the really sort of businessy people and they kind of got made fun of? No, a hundred percent. And then yeah. everyone, you were you weren't fitting into the cool social group if you didn't have some beats. You know, Imagine you had to have the yeah. beats. The beats ads were going crazy. Yeah. Times, times <laughs> change. They do change. Uh, cold or warm weather? Warm. I'm going cold. Wow, there you go. Very cold. Yeah, go it's cold. Just more, co- just more comfortable. Yeah. Um, action or comedy movies? <sighs> action. 
I love it. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to disagree with everything you're saying. I, I, well, I know. How does this, <laughs> how does this partnership work? <laughs> Look, no, the, the, the saying um, laughter is the best medicine is 100 percent true, and there's nothing like a good cackle. Just I it agree. I agree. Um, steak or Palmer? Steak. Do you call it Palmer or Palmy? What's what people are calling Palmy? Every time we do this, I just I don't I don't know. I sit on the fence right now. I think I call it Palmy. Give me a Palmy. Palmy. Yeah. Okay. We're disagreeing on everything. We're fighting today. We're in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> we're fighting. But where were you from? Do you were you born in Adelaide? No, no, no. North North New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. So, so do they just call it Palmy? Palmy. Yeah, Palmy. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I've, I've pretty much, uh, yeah, always been in Melbourne, so... There you go. You know. um, cooking or washing dishes? Washing dishes, I think. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. I think I'm the same. I, I know my limitations. One. Yeah, I know I my like limitations, it. so... I'm just like, my partner is uh, much better in the kitchen, and I yeah. have have the ability to stuff up some really simple things sometimes. There you go. Um, when you're feeling thirsty, juice or soft drink? As your only options. No, juice. I'm not a really a soft drink guy. What about yeah. Apple juice is uh, wow. delicious. I'm an orange juice. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, At least we said juice. We're, we're back <laughs> yeah. on the same page. It's true. Chemistry blooming. Yeah. Um, this is different. Center of attention or just going along in the background, sitting in the background, unnoticed? No, that's a great question. I'm definitely a center of attention. I like to be talking up and about. You suit that. Yeah. You suit that, I reckon. Uh, last but not least... Kind of what's, a really boring one. What's your answer? Quick, quick, oh, quick. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, I think... It's, it's, yeah, 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 for sure. But you got your own podcast, so you have to like a little bit of attention. Hey, hey it's a, no, yeah, it's a true. Like, if, if um, I'm a, quite an introverted person, but yeah. as I've grown, you know, getting getting more confident. So, hey, this, is, like this, this podcast is one of those things. Uh, lastly, salad or veggies? No, veggies. Good one. It depends what it's with, but yeah, I'll go veggies as well, just for the sake of ending on a high note. Yeah, I like it. Now, um, we t- I, go ahead, go ahead. I'll go. Did you have something add to add to that conversation until uh, unless we wanted to shift topics? Just nah, it was. It's going to be back to the interview, but not an interview oh, okay. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's okay. cool because it's cool hearing you talk about uh, being introverted, and as you've grown and gotten older, and your job becoming not becoming extroverted, but gaining those skills. And clearly by the interviewers, you're thrown into this, thrown into this, thrown into this, uncomfortable, uncomfortable, uncomfortable. And here you are doing things that you would have never thought an introverted, introverted graphics designer, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? And, and if that's what anyone takes out of this podcast, this one in particular is, you know, get uncomfortable, try some different things and who knows where you'll be in a couple of years. And it's, it's just true. cool stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good point. Like, I, it's the old thing about getting thrown in something you're not comfortable with, and there's still situations where I'm just like, like it's funny because you kind of know once you're doing it and once you come out of it, you're probably like, hey, that was really cool and that was good for me. But there's yep. still moments where I'm just like, I actually don't want to do that. So, yeah, of course. Hey, credit for you, credit to you for um, you know, hyping me up and giving me the the all clear to come on to be a host yeah. of you as well. Well deserved. So, well deserved. <laughs> well, so you're just like my options weren't very. Um, no, no. Uh, there weren't many options. No, not true. Uh, um, so we got some good fanfare this week. Yes. Some few fan questions. Not sure if you saw um, a few of the nice messages, but I'm going to read them out quickly. Yep. Um, this one's from Kate Roberts. She's like, love the pod. Thank you. Thank you. We we think it's all right as well. Wow. Well, thanks, Jack- Kate. 
<laughs> Thanks, Kate. I'm a Jackie's girl through and through and was thinking after the previous game played and your latest ep that we need a new name for the Breakers Jackies, Jackies rivalry. And you're the legends to name it. Wow. Okay. Next episode, so, we have to get a little rivalry name. I like it. I like it. And it was quite funny. There was a few people that suggested that and also came up with a name. She's like, the best I could come up with was the Trans Tasman Takedown. The Trans Tasman Takedown. It's better than anything I can come up with right now. I, I especially like the, the takedown. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay. I agree. And that's the same with Fletch009. He was like, hey guys, love the pod. After last week's game against NZ, uh, do we now have the Trans-Tasman Tangle as an ongoing rivalry? Well, so the people want a rivalry name. <laughs> <laughs> they, they saw a bit of, I don't know, huff and puff during the game. Yeah. And they're like, we deserve something. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay, I didn't realize there was three of this. This one's from Andrew Price. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, I do. Great. You have something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's just like, okay, gents, following your chats around rivalry games and on the back of the recent development grudge games between the JJs and the NZ, what about the Tasman Tussle? There you go. Tasman Tussle. I like that. So the people want a name. I think they do. They've seen one game and they're like, yep, we're in. We, we, need might, a have, we might have to put a little vote up on our Insta. Do it. Yeah. Um... That's oh, definitely not as easy as you think to come up with a name. Love your work as always. Last one. This one's from Tall Beach Girl. Love the podcast. Listen with my son while driving to, pas- to basketball practice. Would love to hear Jack's story about how he got into basketball and his journey from a young boy and on. So forget the inter- I told you. Forget the interview with me. People are like, no. Tell me what Jack's journey was like. Well, there you go. Next episode, we might have to get into that a little bit and just hit me with the quick little background. Uh, and, and how I got into basketball. Too easy. Well, let's get out of here. What's on, what's on for the week? What's up for the week? Well, I head to Brisbane. I get to see the fam. Big game. This will put us into the positive seven and six. Uh, that's my week. What about yourself? Love it. Love that little rundown. Um, I'm st- like, this sounds stupid. I was just in Canberra, but tomorrow night, going back to Canberra. <laughs> just, to, just to meet the Prime Minister. No, no, we have a, have a, got a mate's 30th that we're awesome. all going up there for. So, you know, a bit of pleasure. Going to miss the Melbourne versus South East Melbourne game, but that's Ooh, all right. The, the, things, the things you do for friends and family. Exactly. The things you do for loved ones, huh? That's it. That's it. That's all from me. Hey, everybody listening, have a great day.